What's up, folks? Mm. It's 2019. Holy shit. The first podcast of 2019 from the Millennial Manchild is here. Here's a little song I wrote. My want to sing it not for not. Don't worry. Be happy. Sorry. What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Manchild Podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. How are you beautiful snowflakes doing? You doing all right? Is the world treating you okay? Man, 2018 was a doozy. But here we are in 2019. We're in the future. We're living it. Let's do this, folks. I'm excited. I hope you're doing well. I hope uh, life is treating you okay so far. You know, ringing in the new year. Hope you're able to go out and have some fun. Maybe toss back a couple drinks, or maybe, like myself, you stayed in. You took it easy. Nothing wrong with that. Personally, New Year's isn't really my thing. Maybe if I was going to a house party or something, but going out to the bars when it's fucking busy and packed and you can barely get a drink, nah, not my thing. But I hope you had a good New Year's, and uh, yeah, let's get into it today. I got a good one for you. We're going to be talking about some goals Talking about some, uh, you know, recap of 2018 a little bit. And yeah, just kind of getting into it and preparing for this year that's coming up. Being ready to set myself up for success, to have a good year, and continue on this trend that I'm, you know, been on. Sure, we've had some ups and downs, some bumps in the roads. Uh, You know, I got tossed down a couple flights of stairs a few times, it feels like, uh, in 2018. But if you don't have any bumps and bruises, you're probably not trying hard enough. You're probably not putting yourself out there enough you know what I mean so it's okay to get roughed up a little bit and you know 2018 gave me a couple pop pop a little uppercut here and there you know but you know I gave it I gave it my best as well I gave it a few kicks in the dick no big deal I I wasn't playing games I was out here (sighs) but yeah um so what we'll start with like what's new with me uh the big one Chiefs number one son Woo, we got that one seed feeling good about that it's nice. We got a buy this week. Oh, I am so excited by that. And I don't know. I don't exactly know who I'm rooting for yet this week. I think I want the Chargers to win just because I want the rematch, and I don't want to see Baltimore again. If that's who we'd play, that'd be nice. That's the matchup I would want. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I was very excited. We just beat the shit out of the Raiders. They really didn't stand a chance. And, you know, that's kind of the way I thought the game would go, but you never know. Like I said, it was the Raiders Super Bowl last week, and uh, they choked. They choked big time. Uh, so that was good. Good little W under the belt. Looking forward to the playoffs. Should be fun. Um, so oh, I, I do want to tell you this. Oh my God, I don't even know exactly where to even begin. But Starbucks the other morning. You know, again, apologies for the podcast coming out late. I have been busy. I've been picking up extra hours somebody's got to pay my bills, you know what I mean, no one else wants to pay them, I've been asking, been asking a lot, like, hey, anybody, bills, I got bills to pay, anybody want to pay them, nobody, so, I have had to pick up some extra hours lately, and that's why, you know, I apologize for the lateness of the podcast between being sick, getting over it, da-da-da-da-da, you get it, you don't want to hear about it, but, 
you know, thank you for being patient and waiting with me. And again, thank you for being patient on the fucking YouTube videos. My producer, that asshole. I'm going to I'm going to give him an earful after this, you know. I'm really going to get in there and I'm going to chew his ass out because he has not been putting up the YouTube videos on time, and that is not okay. And yes, the producer is me and he's a piece of shit. So, I apologize. Uh, they they do exist. They will be there eventually. <sighs> it's just that, you know, I let I let the devil in. You know what I mean? Like I let the devil into my door. My my version of the devil. Uh which is um, a PS4 basically with Call of Duty on it. So between picking up extra hours and having my good friend Aaron's PS4 over here with Call of Duty on it, I may have been making some bad decisions lately. You know, that's not necessarily the way I wanted to start off 2019, but it happened and it is what it is. I'll be all right, you know? You know, it was fun. It was fun to go back to my roots, you know, like when I was in high school or something, staying up late, playing video games, drinking Mountain Dew, fucking just not a care in the world, so, you know, I took advantage of it while it was here, I'm only gonna have it for a few days, and he's gonna be taking it back, so, you know, thank you for, for bearing with me while I, uh, be consumed by the devil that is Call of Duty, it's a lot of fun, though, uh, I have to admit, it's bringing back some good memories, but anyways, uh, what I was saying before I got into that, you know, the other day, it was crazy at fucking Starbucks, dude, insane, like, I felt... Like I was an orderly in the fucking Shutter Island mental institution. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen Shutter Island? Where fucking Leonardo DiCaprio is going around and, you know, trying to solve the mystery. You know, no spoilers. But it was, uh, there was just so many fucking crazy people. New people. Usually, you know, you got your, your regulars, the, the normal homeless people that come around that, you know, will like bite at the air every once in a while or just kind of talk to themselves in the corner. But we had literally every single person that was like, there's this lady who was like invisibly painting a wall in there and just like talking to herself. And uh, there was a dude who was like, oh, I don't even know. He was like messing with customers. He would like go over their head with his arm. He'd be like, whoop, and like lift it up right before it got to their head. Like he was going to hit them and then like lift it up and come down. <sighs> All I know is I don't care what the like so i'm a barista right and starbucks has made it so anybody whether you buy a drink or not can just chill in starbucks now right as long as they're not bothering other people and uh man we literally had like fucking 15 or 20 people that were just like the energy in that starbucks was like a powder keg it felt like anything could just go off at any moment and then you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen so, it's weird that I'm getting paid for a barista when I'm also security, I'm also, like, uh, you know, an, an orderly, fucking, a nurse, taking care of fucking people, like, what is this, dude? Starbucks needs to pay me more, son. Get on that shit, Starbucks. That's, you gotta step your game up. But anyways, enough of crazy homeless people, enough of me rambling. We're gonna get into it today. We're gonna talk some goals. We're going to talk a uh, recap of 2018, what was good, what was bad, all that fun stuff. Um, and I hope it inspires you to maybe do that yourself. Because if you're not reviewing your life, you're not reflecting on what just happened and preparing for the future, you're probably just kind of floating through aimlessly. And, you know, not necessarily the best way to go about it. But also, maybe not the worst way either. We'll see. I'm actually going to reread one of my favorite uh, passages. 
passages. You know, I've read it on the podcast before. It's a letter from Hunter S. Thompson to his friend Hume. And it's just a great reminder of, uh, I don't know, of, of like, are you heading in the right direction? Are you doing the right thing? Are you making the decisions or are decisions being made for you? That type of thing. And uh, I'm trying to decide, should I read it now or should I read it in the middle? I'll, I'll read it in the middle. We'll hit you with some music. DJ, play that fucking track. And yeah, we'll get the episode started. As always, thanks for listening. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my neck. If you come around here, I'll make a more day. I get one down in a second if you wait. I fly like paper, get high like planes. If you catch me at the border, I got visas in my neck. If you come around here, I'll make a more day. I get one down in a second if you wait. Sometimes I think sitting on trains. Every stop I get to, I'm clocking that game. Everyone's a winner, we're making our fame. Bonafide hustler. recap of 2019 or 2018 and the 2019 goals that are coming up this is a letter that's i don't know i like to reread it every year specifically at the beginning of the year to kind of set myself up for success to remind myself the direction i'm heading in and to make sure i'm swimming towards that goal and not just floating aimlessly through life so let's get into it and uh pardon my reading and poor you know i'm not good at this but anyways dear hume You ask advice. Ah, what a very human and very dangerous thing to do. For to give advice to a man who asks what to do with his life implies something very close to egomania. To presume to point a man to the right and ultimate goal, to point with a trembling finger in the right direction, is something only a fool would take upon himself. I am not a fool, but I respect your sincerity in asking my advice. I ask you, though. In listening to what I say, to remember that all advice can only be a product of the man who gives it. What is truth to one may be disaster for another. I do not see life through your eyes, nor you through mine. If I were to attempt to give you specific advice, it would be too much like the blind leading the blind. To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take arms against the sea of troubles, Shakespeare. And indeed, that is the question, whether to float with the tide or to swim for a goal, is a choice we all must make consciously or unconsciously at one time in our lives. So few people understand this. Think of any decision you ever made which had a bearing on your future. I may be wrong, but I don't see how it could have been anything but a choice, however indirect, between the two things I've mentioned, the floating or the swimming. But why not float if you have no goal? That is another question. It is unquestionably better to enjoy the floating than to swim in uncertainty. So how does a man find a goal? 
Not a castle in the stars, but a real intangible thing. How can a man be so <clears throat> be sure he's not after the big candy rock mountain, the enticing sugar candy goal that has little taste and no substance? The answer, in a sense, the tragedy of life, is that we seek to understand the goal and not the man. We set up a goal which demands of us certain things, and we do these things. We adjust to the demands of the concept which cannot be valid. When you were young, let's say that you wanted to be a fireman. I feel reasonably safe in saying that you no longer want to be a fireman. Why? Because your perspective has changed. It's not the fireman who has changed, but you. Every man is the sum total of his reactions to experience. As your experiences differ and multiply, you become a different man. And hence, your perspective changes. This goes on and on. Every reaction is a learning process. Every significant experience alters your perspective. So, it would seem foolish, would it not, to adjust our lives to the demands of a goal we see from a different angle every day? How could we ever hope to accomplish anything other than a galloping neurosis? The answer, then, must not deal with goals at all, or not with tangible goals anyways. It would take reams of paper to develop this, uh, this subject to fulfillment. God only knows how many books have been written on the meaning of man, and that sort of thing. And God only knows how many people have pondered the subject. I use the term God only knows purely as an expression. There's, a, there's very little sense in my trying to give it up to you in a proverbial nutshell. Because I'm the first to admit my absolute lack of qualifications for reducing the meaning of man to one or two paragraphs. I'm going to steer clear of the word existentialism. But you might keep it in mind as a key of sorts. You might also try something called Being and Nothingness by Jean-Paul Sartre. And another little thing called Existentialism from Dostoevsky to Sartre. These are merely suggestions. If you're genuinely satisfied with what you are and what you're doing, then give those books a wide berth. Let sleeping dogs lie. But back to the answer. As I said, <clears throat> to put our faith in tangible goals would seem, at best, unwise. So we do not strive to be firemen, we do not strive to be bankers, nor policemen, nor doctors. We strive to be ourselves. Do not misunderstand me. I don't mean that we can't be firemen, bankers, or doctors, but that we must make the goal conform to the individual, <clears throat> rather than make the individual conform to the goal. In every man, <clears throat> hereditary and environment have combined to produce a creature of certain abilities and desires, including a deeply ingrained need to function in such a way that his life will be meaningful. A man has to be something. He has to matter. As I see it then, the formula runs something like this. A man must choose a path which will let his abilities function at maximum efficiency towards the gratification of his desires. In doing this, he is fulfilling a need, giving himself identity by functioning in a set pattern towards a set goal. He avoids frustra <coughs> frustrating his potential, choosing a path which puts no limit on his self-development, and he avoids the terror of seeing his goals wilt or lose its charm as he draws closer to it. Rather than bending himself to meet the demands that which he seeks, he has bent his goal to conform to his own abilities and desires. In, in short, he has not dedicated his life to reaching a predefined goal, but he has rather chosen a way of life he knows he will enjoy.
The goal is absolutely secondary. It is the functioning towards the goal which is important. And it seems almost ridiculous to say that a man must function in a pattern of his own choosing for <clears throat> to let another man define your own goals is to give up one of the most meaningful aspects of life, the definitive act of which makes a man an individual. Let's assume that you're having a choice of eight paths to follow, all predefined paths, of course. And let's assume that you can't see any real purpose in any of the eight. Then, <clears throat> and here's the essence of all I've, I've said, you must find a ninth path. Naturally, it isn't as easy as it sounds. You've lived a relatively narrow life, a vertical rather than horizontal existence. So it seems, <clears throat> so it isn't any too difficult to understand why you seem to feel the way you do. But a man who procrastinates in his choosing will inevitably have his choice made for him by circumstance. So if you <clears throat> now number yourself among the disenchanted, then you have no choice but to accept things the way they are, or to seriously seek something else, but beware of looking for goals. Look for a way of life. Decide <clears throat> what you want to live, or decide how you want to live, and then see what you can do to make a living within that way of life. But you say, I don't know where to look. I don't know what to look for. And there's the crux. Is it worth giving up what you <clears throat> have to look for something better? I don't know. Is it? Who can make that decision but you? But even by deciding to look, you go on a long way you, you go a long way towards making the choice. If I don't call this to a halt, I'm going to find myself writing a book. I hope this is not as confusing as it looks at first glance. Keep in mind, of course, that this is my way of looking at things. I happen to think it's pretty generally accept or applicable, but you may not. Each of us has to create our own credo, and <clears throat> this merely happens to be mine. If any part of this doesn't seem to make sense, by all means, call it to my attention. I'm not trying to send you out on the road in search for Valhalla, but merely pointing out that it is not necessary to accept the choices handed down to you by life as you know it. There is more to it than that, and no one has to do something he doesn't want to do for the rest of his life. But then again, if that's what you wind up doing, by all means, convince yourself you had to do it, and you'll have lots of company. And that's it for now, until I hear from you again. I remain your friend, Hunter. Ah, oh, man, I love that letter. I really do. It's just, it has, it hits on so many different points. It's very kind of, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very on par for how I want to live my life, you know, trying to figure out a way when I'm doing things that make me happy, that benefit me and push me towards the direction that I want to go, you know, and that's why I do comedy and that's why I'm trying to create this podcast and have all that fun stuff because I don't know. I want to be my own boss someday. I want to be able to be the one who is responsible for me and what I'm doing and those decisions. And with my strengths and the way I look at life and how I see things, it's like that's the way to go. I have to try to head towards comedy. I have to try to head towards entertainment. That's just what I want to do. And, uh, you know, maybe, like I said, I also, one of the things that I really like about it because 
I feel like I was before starting comedy. I almost felt like I was on one of those eight paths, right? He's like, there's there's eight paths, and you they're all predefined. You kind of just go down one of them, and then boom, you're you're already there at the end. But if those eight paths, none of them appeal to you, you have to make a ninth. You have to find another way to do what you want to do, to make yourself happy, to live that fulfilling and meaningful life, right? So I don't know. It's just, I hope you enjoyed that letter. It's one of the things that I love to read and go over every year to, again, set myself up for success, remind myself what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And yeah. So uh, let's let's get into it. Let's get into the goals and recap of 2018. Overall, I have to say, 2018 was a pretty awesome year. Um, it was it was a much different year than the previous years I've had out here in California, though. That's for sure. Uh, there was much more struggle involved this year, whether it be financially uh, or mentally, just trying to do new things and putting myself in uncomfortable positions and doing things that I don't want to do, but I know I need to do if I want to get better at stand-up or be doing better on the podcast, all of those things. You have to challenge yourself, and I definitely did that in 2018. I challenged myself a lot, and I have to say I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. Yeah, sure, I took some bumps and bruises along the way. You know, I got I got tossed down a couple stairs, like I said. I got, you know, beat up by by life you know not not physically but by life you know i had my car repossessed uh i i've struggled to pay bills at times i had to find a job because i was almost worried that i wouldn't even be able to pay rent for the next month and you know i've had these certain struggles whether it's money or uh like i said challenging myself to do things that i don't want to do but they've made me stronger they're pushing me forward and that's how you create a life that's worth living, right? You don't just, you're not just given a life that's worth living. It's something that you have to work for. You have to work hard to have a good life that is worthwhile. And you also have to trust your instincts and trust yourself. And that's one of the things that I'm going to be working on uh, more so this year is trusting myself and trying to um, make sure that I believe what I'm saying. Because there's times where I'll say like, oh, I want to be a comedian but then I don't believe it up here, you know, and I can't have that. I got to get rid of that disconnect. It has to be, I have to be on the same page with me. Does that make sense? You know, because like, sure, in 2018, I definitely downgraded my life in many ways. Like, you know, don't have the fancy finance job. I don't have my car anymore. Blah, 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 whatever. The list goes on. But in my mind, I have downgraded so I can upgrade. I'm trying to create the life that I want by you know, getting rid of some of these things, getting rid of some of the overhead and starting over. And yeah, it's scary. And yeah, it's not necessarily for everyone. Uh, you know, it's, it's not been easy, but it's something that I felt in my, like deep inside of me. Like if I never did this stuff, if I never at least tried, and then I was on my deathbed, you know, at 55, cause I'm probably going to die really young cause I'm not healthy. And <laughs> It's just my luck, but, uh, and I had never done comedy or I had never started a podcast or never tried to do any of that stuff. I, oh, I would die so unhappy. I feel like, you know, and sure, this may not work out. Sure. This may be a a fruitless adventure and 
But then at the end of the day, it's still pushing me forward. I'm still growing and I'm still becoming the man and the person that I want to be or the man child that I want to be in this case. But, but uh, yeah, so let's just get into it uh, with some of these goals here that I had. Because, um, as I said, 2018, pretty good year. Uh, I didn't get to travel that much, but I do appreciate all the people that came to visit me. That was awesome. You know, that was one of the things that I really appreciated about this year because, you know, whatever, since the financials weren't there for traveling like they were in uh, 2017 because I went all over the place and, you know, I really probably spent too much money and went a little too hard that year. But it was worth it and I don't regret it because that was a great year. But this year was different. I didn't get to travel as much, but people came to visit me and I just wanted to shout out to all those people. Thank you if you came to visit me and you're listening to this. Uh, I appreciate you. Much love. Thank you for coming to hang out with the kid. It it felt like a vacation when people come to visit me. So that was my my version of it this year. And it'll probably be similar uh, to that uh, again this year. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, so my goals, we'll start with the podcast. The main goals I have for the podcast, I have four main goals. I want to uh, double the amount of current listeners I have. You know, on a weekly basis, I'm anywhere from like 100 to 200 listeners and I want to get that to like 400 a week if not more I mean trying to reach a thousand people a week would be a fucking phenomenal goal and unbelievable so I'm kind of leaning towards that because I want to shoot higher I want to aim higher because last year that was one of the things that I think I I didn't aim big enough you know I had only five goals and I pretty much knocked all of them out, you know, getting that stable income, reading some more books, uh, a podcast a week, double my stage time. All that stuff was accomplished. Uh, but it was too, it was, it was that just to do those five things in a year. I could have done those five things in a month if I really tried, probably. You know what I mean? So I'm going to aim higher. I'm going to try to get to a thousand listeners a week. That's one of my big goals. Um, I want to try to make some merch. This, is, this goes with the goal kind of that's later on as well because I have some like life goals, which is create a side hustle, create a way to get some extra cash. So figuring out how to make some merch, figuring out how to sell it. I know I've talked about it before on here and I actually have like ideas, but I just don't have the graphic abilities or the ways to do this. So I need to figure out how to do that and see if it's something that I can accomplish by myself and put my best foot forward in that new venture because really when you're creating a podcast or you're being a comedian, you are an entrepreneur. You are selling yourself. You're selling your ideas, your thoughts, and the better salesman you are, the better you, I mean, the more money you'll make and the easier your life will be as a comic because that's one of the things that all comics or anybody that's trying to be an artist struggles with is how do I get paid for this? Does anybody want to pay me for this? So that'll be a big one. And the other one are continue to have interesting guests on and actually do some other people's podcasts. I don't know. Nobody ever really invites me on their podcast because not other people have them, I guess, or maybe they do. I don't know. But it would be fun to do some other people's podcasts and get myself out there in that way. So that's another goal I have. Um, so my goals for comedy uh, is to be seen as a regular on the scene. That's one of my problems right now is that I really can only go to a couple of mics a week and they're not the most popular, and they're not the comedy clubs. So people know me, but they don't see me very often. They don't see me as a part of the scene, right? 
they know that I'm out here doing it and I'm kind of whatever, da 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 da. But I want to become seen as a regular on the comedy scene here in San Diego. Um, another one, get booked. Sure, I got booked a couple times last year. Not as much as I would have liked. But uh, this year, if I'm a regular, if I'm being seen more, people will give me those opportunities. So I have to make sure that I'm showing up and not give myself the option to not show up. That's something that I do in my head is like, oh, I'll just not go today. And there's just, I just have to take that option away in my head and be like, no, you have to go. This is what you're doing, you know? And that's going to be, that's going to be easier because another one of my goals that's from the life goals is to say no more. And by that, I mean, say no to going out to having happy hour drinks, saying no to hanging out and playing video games, saying no to sitting down and watching YouTube all day or fucking wasting time listening to podcasts. You know, I have to be doing a little bit more every day to try and get better at comedy. So that's one of the ways that I think I'll be booked on shows is just by doing more and saying no to things that need to be. And it's going to be hard. It's, it's very hard to say no for me. I, I don't like to say no. I feel like I'm letting people down when I don't hang out with them or I say, no, I don't want to do that. I feel, I feel weird, but this year I'm going to have to stay strong and just be like, no, sorry, I can't, I'm doing this. And I really want to buckle down on that and focus on that and try to get that done. Um, another goal for comedy uh, is to do stand-up in L.A. I still have never done stand-up in L.A. I've gone up there a couple times to try to be on Kill Tony, but never got up. Uh, but that's going to be another goal. Um, I want to get five or three five-minute sets to put on YouTube of just me doing comedy to share with you all so you can see, you can just see the process. You can see how the pudding's made. You know what I mean? Get, get into it a little bit. And I think that'll be fun for you. So I want to get, uh, three, five minute sets that are all different that I can put up on YouTube and just share, share with you guys. To maybe hopefully, hopefully have some laughs. Uh, and the last one, just get on stage as much as possible. All right. And now for the life goals that I have set up for myself. Um, these are things that I kind of got away from in 2018. I didn't really set them as goals. They started out as like things that I was doing in 2017, like almost every day and I was hitting it and I was crushing it. And I don't know what happened. I, I got off, you know, I fell off the wagon. I lost my mojo. I lost my swag, whatever it may be. But I'm going to try to get back onto that starting in 2019 and really focusing, you know, making sure I'm swimming in that right direction, son. All right, so uh, number one, meditate 10 minutes every day. Uh, I did that yesterday, and I did that the day before, and I'm planning on doing that today. I really think this is an important one for me. It just, I have a much happier and stronger mental state when I'm meditating. I have more clarity. I don't get caught up in my thoughts and letting them control me and how I'm like moving in my life, you know, and I have less anxiety and less stress. And I'm more focused. So I'm really going to make that a big one. That's was number one on my list of life goals is to meditate every day. And the other thing that I'm planning on doing every day is writing. Whether it's one fucking sentence, three words, just an idea, or I spend an hour or two hours writing. I want to make sure that I'm writing something every day. Whether it's in the journal or, like I said, a sentence or one, one joke maybe. Whatever. I want to do that every day because that is what a writer does. That is what a professional does. And eventually I would like to be a professional, right? Because professionals actually get paid. 
So yeah. Um, another one, as I mentioned up above, I want to create a side hustle, whether it be merch, whether it be actually getting some ads on this podcast. Uh, that'll be something that I'm going to really be looking into this year. Um, I've got to be more dedicated to me. And that comes back, This the being dedicated to me and saying no are really kind of hand in hand. You know, I want to... I don't want to focus on myself too much because then I start feeling, I don't know. I don't like focusing on me too much. It's I, I do better when I'm focusing outward sometimes or focusing on some work. But when I say dedicated to me, I mean dedicated to the podcast, dedicated to comedy, dedicated to making my life better, right? Those are the goals that I want to be pushing forward and trying to, uh, again, create that life that is worth living because you're not supposed to be given a good life. You have to earn it. You have to work for it. Um, I want to upgrade my job, whether that means no more barbecue house and Starbucks and back into whatever or um, just finding something else. I want to be a little more financially secure in some way. Basically, that's what I'm getting at here with a couple of these is just be able to breathe a little more and rest easy and not to be so caught up in like, oh, how am I going to pay rent or how am I going to pay this bill? Because that fucking stuff takes up too much mental real estate and it's hard to focus the way I want and get things done the way I want when I have those thoughts in there. So if I can be more financially stable, that is going to make my life much easier. Um, and this is a big one here. I have to love and forgive myself more. This is something that I'm always working on, uh, whether it may be through a little bit of magic mushrooms or meditation or journaling, because those are the only options that I have. I can't go see a therapist or whatever, a psychiatrist. I don't have that kind of scratch. So I just want to make sure that I'm doing things to you know, forgive myself when I mess up, uh, love myself more, and treat myself right, because... You know, if someone was being mean to me, I'm not going to let them be mean to me. I'm going to stop that. I'm going to say something. But when I'm being mean to me, oh, I just let it snowball and just let it go on and on. And I can't do that anymore. I have to really focus on that. So, you know, more love and more forgiveness for myself. Uh, then the last couple are just, I really want to go on a fun trip at some point. Whether that means saving up some money and then making it happen or... Uh, you know, just getting lucky and going on a road trip somewhere. I have to go on some type of fun trip because I really didn't do that in 2018. Nothing crazy, you know. I really just stayed in California. So that's a that's a goal. Uh, number nine on the list, find a mentor. Somebody who's willing to, like, take me under their wing, uh, give me tips, uh, talk comedy with me, talk life with me, and almost, you know, willing to groom me and prepare me for what is in store in the comedy world or podcast or whatever. I just want to find somebody that I can learn from and, you know, they've been there, they've done that. And then that way I can like, oh, navigate these waters a little better. Uh, that'll be a big one for me. And the last one, be more frugal, less eating out, less wasting money, um, maybe setting up a budget, that type of thing. I want to figure out how to set myself up for success financially uh, that's another big goal for this year to not have to, again, be so worried about bills and, and things of that such uh, nature. But yeah, um, those are my big goals that I have for this year. A little bit longer list than last year. Um, I think it's going to be a good year. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, 
and I hope that you know me going over my goals and talking about some of this stuff and reading that letter to you will get you in the right mindset to set yourself up for success to have a great 2019 because the world's probably going to be over in 2020 so we got to make this one fucking count people Trump's going to blow this bitch up once he finds out that his presidency's over and this shit's a fluke he's just going to be like pressing all the red buttons just boop, 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 boop. you know what I mean so let's make 2019 uh, count and let's kick 2019's ass all right folks all right so uh, yeah that's pretty much all I have for you and we'll hit you with the outro and some music but yeah talk to you later folks have it folks the 61st episode of the millennial Manchild podcast is in the books hell yeah we out here son we doing it as always i wanted to say thank you thank you thank you so much for listening again i am still fairly shocked that people listen to this uh and it's been growing it's been getting bigger more and more people are listening every week and that's exciting for me it's what really keeps me going it's what keeps me motivated and sure, it's not crazy. I'm not fucking Joe Rogan. I'm not Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? But we're doing good for me. I'm doing a, you know, it's fun to see these numbers grow. It's fun to see the podcast kind of just doing its own thing. I don't know. I'm just like on a ride with it, really. I'm just like kind of fucking grabbing onto the coattails like, ah, where's this thing going? I don't fucking know. Ah, you know, so it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I just want to say again, thank you to all, to you all making my 2018 much better. You know, a whole year of podcasting, pretty cool. Uh, It's fun, and I feel like I'm getting better at it. I don't know. Well, you know, maybe that's just me trying to justify still doing this, but it's been a lot of fun, and again, I do thank you so much for listening. Uh, Also, I don't know, maybe you're feeling generous, right? Christmas was a while ago. We just got past the holidays. It's a new year, and if you're feeling generous, and I could ask one favor for you, Share this with one friend. Just tell them to go check out maybe your favorite episode, one where you were having a lot of laughs and a lot of giggles. Or just tell them to start from the beginning. I don't know. Whatever you think is best. But if you would share this with somebody and let them know so we can get that organic growth going, we can do this naturally, that would be, uh, I would be forever indebted to you. I would thank you so much because it does, like again, I I say it all the time on here. I know it takes a little bit of, uh, you're putting yourself out there. Like, oh, look, I like this obscure weirdo who has his own podcast that gets a little over, you know, 200 listens a week. It's, it's, it's really random. It's really weird. I get it. But if you do it, oh, man, you're the fucking best. Much love to you. Um, yeah, but that's really all I got for you today. 
I'm going to hit you with a couple things to check out. The two things I would say to check out, it's actually kind of in the same vein, these two movies, but from different perspectives and very interesting. Uh, the first one is called Mid-90s, was directed by Jonah Hill. I really like this movie. I related it to, related to it a lot. It reminded me of my childhood, even though I'm not a skateboarder. Uh, it's just, you know, it's very nostalgic feeling. You see a lot of the things around and the way the kids are acting and behaving. You're like, oh shit, I was doing that type of shit when I was a little kid. And it's really from like kind of a, what's interesting about it is it's from like a young kid, young male kid's perspective. And he's just trying to fit in and find a group of friends that he feels okay around. You know, he has kind of a fucked up home life and uh, he doesn't really get along with his older brother and he feels like an outcast and he doesn't know where to go and he finds this, you know, kind of a fucked up ragtag group of friends who end up bringing him in and taking him under their wing. And it, it's a great story. It does take some twists and turns, but I really enjoyed it. And if you like that type of movie, you should definitely go watch it. Uh, the other one is kind of in the same vein, but from a, a girl's perspective, right? It's called Eighth Grade, directed by one of my favorite comedians, Bo Burnham. It's a very... It's a very real movie, a very intense movie in many senses because it talks about the struggles of social media today and how people feel about themselves and it deals with self-worth and self-love and being awkward in those horrible teenage years where your fucking body's exploding and you don't know how to handle life and everything doesn't make sense and you're just flooded with hormones and it's that type of movie and it's really good as well. I, I think I might have liked mid-90s a little bit more. But that's probably because I can relate to it a little bit more as, you know, as a guy seeing that. Not that I couldn't relate to some of the struggles that uh, the main character in 8th grade is going through. Because she also has a YouTube channel of her own, uh, you know, getting very few views and whatever, just trying to do that thing. You know, and I'm trying to do that thing. So when I saw that, I definitely related to it and could be like, Ugh, I fucking ugh. like it was cringy because I was like, oh, I see myself in that video when she's making these videos. I see myself doing that. So it was it was a good movie. And I think if you are looking for something new and kind of out of the ordinary to watch, pick one of those. I think you'll really enjoy it. Um, yeah, but that's all I have for you today. The music for today's episode in order is Paper Planes by MIA, Superstition by Stevie Wonder, and Mad World, Tears for Fears. So thank you for listening. Much love. And until next time, you beautiful snowflakes, man-child, out.